Sup, fuckers! Hello! Yes, we haven't done one of these in a while. How are we? It is currently 4.43 p.m. today on, what are we on? The 31st of uh, July 2018. And of course, we are in British time. So, uh, we have a lot to cover. For those who don't know, I just got back from Galacon! Galacon in Germany! And it was uh, an incredible, incredible weekend. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I got to meet some amazing people. I was uh, taken care of and looked after by the... I, I can't even describe. The con staff, the volunteers, the staff, everything was just simply wonderful. I had a wonderful time in, uh, in Germany. I was there alongside uh, Gen Animations, where we showed uh, two videos on our panel. Uh, we showed Volpwood. Yes, I can finally say this shit out loud. Project FX, code name no longer. Release title is Volpwood. Uh, we premiered it at the uh, at the Gen Animations panel on Sunday, and then we showed uh, Project Go which was revealed to be Game Over, an original song that I've written, uh, sung in the, uh, the character of the button mash pony thing. So, got back, uh, sort of late afternoon Monday, and, uh, well, it's straight back into the routine of work. We're not able to dawdle, and, uh, no, that's not true entirely, because I did have a, a little bit of a chill night, uh, when I got back. And just sort of decompressed and try to take everything in. You know, it still hasn't fucking settled in yet about uh, what it is we've done and what it is we've achieved. Um, and I'm pretty proud of uh, how it came out. Uh, I think there's still some tweaking that needs to happen for Project Go. Project Go, sorry. Game over. Uh, we were rushed for the end of that video to make the deadline to show it for the uh, for the panel uh, and uh, the recording process for for a game over was fucking horrible. Uh, I did the singing in three days. Uh, I had Jan come over to my place for a week and we uh, we just worked together on getting these videos ready for the presentation. Uh, but the vocals uh, were not down uh, when he came over and I was recording the vocals over. Oh, gosh. Well, let me see. We flew... No, we flew... We didn't fly. We were picked up by the taxi at, like, fucking 9 a.m. Friday. I started recording Tuesday. I did... Uh... No. Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday I started recording, uh, and I could only do it uh, through very certain circumstances. It was a very difficult song to sing. My range is simply not what it used to be. Uh, Button's voice is now a, uh, a difficulty for me to do. It's been so many fucking years. Uh, but I, I'm not particularly happy with how the vocals sound against the mix. It's a preliminary mix. So for those that have listened to Game Over, uh, I am so sorry about the singing. Maybe I'm happy with about 60% of it, but there's a lot of shit that I need to tailor, that I need to change, and that I need to adjust for a re-release. Well, not like a, a new video re-release, but I need to get it to a place that I'm happy with, and that includes um, 
bringing the vocals into the instrumental mix and uh, actually doing some leveling where I can adjust individual instruments because what happened for the video version that's up on YouTube is it was a flat render of the instrumental and then I just put the vocals over that instrumental. Uh, I didn't do any leveling, so like the flutes, if they were quiet during a certain bit, they didn't change. I didn't adjust around the mode uh, of the vocals. I simply just did not have the fucking time. Um, we had to just make a sort of middle ground render of something that we would find acceptable um but a deadline is a deadline and there's no way we're going to be able to change anything past that because it wasn't like i could bring my recording setup with me as much as i would as i would have loved to and just stayed in the hotel for fucking another eight hours singing the same vowel sound over and over and over again on a fucking high B and A, I think it was towards the end of the song. Um, it's it's just not gonna fly. So we settled with what we got. But for those that have seen it, that have heard it, please know that there is gonna be a, another edition coming out. Uh, hopefully in the next few weeks. Uh, but yeah, no fucking Galicon was great. Um. I took a good couple of scratch CDs with me, and uh, I was absolutely concerned. Uh, well, not concerned. I was absolutely convinced that what was going to be the case is that maybe, maybe I would sell five scratch CDs. I brought 50. I came home with six. So I had a lot of support that I just simply wasn't expecting. And uh, uh, we sold prints. We sold some merch. And uh, we... It was great. It was great. We had so many people coming over uh, over to our little merch table and asking questions and, you know, just giving, you know, like, thank you for making these videos sort of deal. And it was it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I really did enjoy myself. And hopefully if they grant me the uh, the honor of uh, reattending again next year, we're going to have some more juicy content to show. And I think probably hopefully maybe. I can uh, I can I can uh, convince myself to get on stage during the uh, the band performances and maybe try and fucking crack out a song and play with a band for the first time. Maybe who knows? It would be an amazing thing, but I don't know. We're just gonna have to see and see how it goes. Uh, right. So it's been a long while since I've done a shady cast, and I'm so sorry, guys. I think this two week thing is just simply not gonna fly. It's gonna be a sort of whenever it happens kind of deal. Uh, but the last one was in April 23rd, I believe. Uh, let me just double check. Scrolling through the Patreon and yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so Shady Cast 7 was the last one. And that was April 23rd, so nearly two months ago, Jesus Christ. Uh, but what we're gonna do is, uh, I don't know if there's anything else I can fucking rattle off here. Uh, what do I want to talk about? Volpwood! Volpwood! Oh my fucking god, I can finally say the title of this stupid fucking show. Volpwood is a thing. Uh, we showed it at the, uh, the panel. Uh, there's a stream up available, uh, by the way, for you guys who wants to see it. Uh, Galicon Day 2 live stream. Uh, if you go, like, to the Galicon, um... YouTube channel, they've got the uh, the panels and like everything happening uh, that was happening in the main hall, uh, being captured and streamed to archive. So that's available there for those who want to check it out. Watch, uh, yeah, we showed it. It went over well. I hope. I think. I think it went over well. Um, Sixteen minutes. Uh, people were laughing 
at really stupid jokes. Uh, we seem to get a big crowd reaction and everybody, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know, not necessarily, probably not everybody, but the majority of the people in the room seem to enjoy it. And then after we showed it, we got a fucking standing ovation and oh, wow, 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 the feeling. It really was incredible. And uh, I don't know if anybody who's hearing this was at the panel or captured the stream or, or has seen the stream. Um, but if you are listening and you caught it, thank you so much for taking the time out uh, to watch my stupid little show. Even if you didn't like it, even if you fucking hate it, thank you for giving it a chance. Um, because it means the world to me that people are sitting down to to give this fucking stupid thing a shot uh thank you all so much i i could i could give my fucking you know i could be struggling to give compliments for the next five minutes but thank you all so much for it so what's next jesus christ this is so it's so fucking it's so weird because jan's gonna take a month uh break and just fuck around and do whatever it is he wants to do, and he's earned it. Uh, and I've got to sort of push on with other stuff. Uh, so I've got a Spyro animation parody uh, that's with Mashed, and uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be Spyro the Dragon, and it's going to be about him, and it's going to be hopefully funny and everything else in between, and that's going to be uh, getting uh, animated and... Uh, sort of semi-directed uh, by uh, the wonderful Pymations. Pymations, Mike, uh, for those who don't know who Mike or Pymations is, what are you doing? Please do sh uh, sh be sure to check him out. I've worked with him previously on several projects, including uh, Sheriff Hayseed and um, the Suction Cup Man theme song, which are both uh, available on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's in the works. That's going to be my primary focus now for a little bit. Uh, I still have to go back and re-sing Game Over and change some levels. And I'm I'm really disappointed that it came out as a preliminary uh, when I know it can be better. But, you know, fuck it, dude. This is, this is work. This is business. And if you don't reach the deadline, it's you got to we got to fucking show something. And I didn't want to disappoint Jan or leave him hanging. So it's out there. But I do think there is potential for a uh, for a uh, rework, getting it handled and putting it to a place where we're both happy with it, because I, I think Jan's mentioned that uh, YouTube's messing around with the uh, the render. Uh, it's, it's, uh, the compression and, like, the bitrate and something. Basically, it's going fucky. I think the video is fine, uh, but he's seeing something that I obviously don't, but I trust his judgment. So I, I, I believe there is a possibility of the chance of a re-render, perhaps in a higher bitrate, higher quality, uh, but we'll, we'll have to see. But, but... That does give me opportunity to go back into the project and fuck around with it, re-sing it, get it where I need to be, fucking tone down uh, any, uh, like, fucking contentions that I have with it and just get it ironed out. And now I have, I can breathe just a little bit more, just a touch, just a hair. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, happening. Spyro, then the Scratch. Uh, fuck it. I suppose I could stream working on Game Over. Uh, again, that could be nice. That could be, uh, that could be interesting. Get it to where I, where I'm happy with it. I think that could be nice. Uh, so, what now? What the fuck now? You know, after I've come back from the convention, it's weird. There's an adjusting period. There's certainly, 
uh, post-convention blues. That's that's absolutely a real thing. I I I made so many new friends and acquaintances, and you know, I got to speak to some genuinely nice people. Uh, I got to have some great time on the nights. Uh, had a few drinks with a couple of people. Had a good couple of laughs. Had some good times. Uh, I wasn't really able to move away from our merch table as much as I as I would have liked. Uh, but I had so many people coming over, and you know, just just it was so nice. It was just so humbling and so nice. And ah, uh, I wish I could have that every weekend and just have that lovely experience of being around so many wonderful people and who are having a great time with something they love it's at the convention was an absolute pleasure for me i didn't realize uh as as much as it as it was also work uh it was a little bit of a break from the regular life and it was lovely i got to meet uh people who i had you know spoken to online and offline for years i actually got to meet them face to face and old people who who i you know who i'd spoken to from fucking 4 years 5 years ago when i went to you know galacon 2014 and my little con went 2015 these people seem to be yet going to all the european cons but i managed to run into people again and they were like it's me and like holy shit it's you oh my god it was great no, it was great. I had a I had a really lovely time. Galacon was uh was wonderful. Uh So what the fuck has happened since April? Uh Suction Cup Man theme song. That was a lot of fun to work on. That's come out. Uh the PUBG animation. We're going back. Uh PUBG animation. That was a good laugh. Uh working a little bit for Scratch on um a song called Pieces, which is basically uh, a song about struggling uh, with addiction. And uh, I've got an instrumental done that I'm I'm happy with. Like a full fucking fledged instrumental. Like four and a half minutes long. I just need to get lyrics down and vocals. And then I can actually push out a scratch single by the end of this year. Because it's been way too fucking long. And I need to get something out. I need to. Uh, but... Yeah, it's, uh, this next month's gonna be interesting. I've certainly got a lot of things on my belt that I want to push out, that I want to get done, and everything else in between. Uh, but if you guys are making it this far into listening, uh, just a reminder of how this sort of shady cast shit actually works, uh, because I don't know, I'm just sort of winging it. Uh, but we have, uh, where this gets post, uh, there's like a comment section, and if you guys uh, leave questions, I will do my best effort to answer them out on the next installment. Even if it's a fucking month away from now, or six months, I will read them. I promise you. So if you have any questions about anything, do feel free to make a contribution, and I will do my best. And speaking of... Uh, let's go back to it. Falcons Warrior, uh, says, My deepest condolences, I hope you two are doing a bit better now. Uh, I know how awful it is to lose a pet. Uh, thank you, Falcons. Yeah, uh, a couple of months ago, we lost our, our, uh, our rabbit, and it was, it was very sudden. It was over the course of a few days. I'd just gotten back from Italy, and, uh, it was, uh, even worse. It was on a birthday, which was not fucking pleasant, but... Yeah, we lost uh we lost our pet bunny and uh that was hard. That was really hard. And uh was st- it's still difficult. There's still pictures up on the wall and uh we don't want to take them down at all because then it it feels like it's real. 
and I know it's real, but I guess we're not ready. And I don't think it's something that we're ever going to be ready to do, but, uh, no. Yeah. Thank you, Falcons. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Uh, Sean Dickey says, thanks for the tips. I'm definitely looking into those. I currently have a Blue Yeti mic, but I'm looking uh, to up the quality of my audio. So, th- uh, so thanks again. Uh, dude, I, I know a few people who have Blue Yetis. Uh, Blue Yetis are, are reasonable. They're re- uh, reliable. Certainly. Uh, if you're going to up your game, I can only recommend what I use. I'm currently using a Rode NT-1000. Uh, I would not recommend getting it. I'm not particularly happy with it. Uh, there are some quite harsh high ends. Uh, the S's and everything like that, where those are, uh, seem to be really prominent when uh, when it comes down to the mix down and everything else in between. But I guess it's just kind of, uh, it's sort of teaching me to try and uh, pull back a little bit on how I talk, uh, because I think I just naturally have quite harsh uh, S and, you know, sounds whenever I talk, but I don't know. Uh, Blue Yeti's good. Blue Yeti is uh, reliable, and uh, yeah, you can work with that, dude. You can absolutely work with that. I worked with a fucking Samson CO1U for maybe about uh, five five years, and that was that was more than enough for the shit I was making, and I was making fucking uh, abridged stuff, and, you know, back... Back five years ago, it was low quality sort of deal. Uh, obviously, much better setup now, uh, where I've I've got the quality, I've got more control, I've got more knowledge about uh, production and making a video and making content in general. But dude, Blue Yeti, you, you should be fine, man. It shouldn't be an issue. Um, Christian Lopez says, "Hey, shitty, are you a furry?" I don't know. I don't think so. Am I? I have a lot of people telling it telling me that I am. Um, I like the little shady lion mascot. I like talking animals i like cartoons with animals in them i don't know man <laughs> i like to give nonsensical answers like this because it throws a lot of people in the loop and it confuses them and you, and me confusing you guys entertains me because i'm i'm a weird individual and i'm and i'm i'm horrible like that um hello shady why don't you care if someone pirates your music you work so hard on it um the thing is like i i think the pre the preposition is that when someone says, I pirated your your music, the immediate supposed response should be like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. I'm taking you to court sort of deal. But I, I'm, I'm more of the opinion that if you're pirating it, you're still listening to it. And if you're listening to it, that's what matters to me. Um, obviously, you know, people picking up a CD or buying the album digitally and me getting a little bit of coin in my pocket is always nice. It always helps, you know put food on the table and, you know, you know, a roof over my head and, you know, all the viable shit that I need to make myself as a, as a working living. But it's, I don't know. I've never been in a position where it's like, I'm losing millions, you know? And I guess there's no real conceivable way that I'm going to find a way to measure what my loss of profit is through piracy, because how do you measure that? How do you measure lost potential sales? The only thing that I'm able to keep a track of is the purchases. Um, and I would argue that with the purchases that I do have and, I, and the people who are supporting me, it's more than anything I, I should ever be deserving from my music. Uh, I, I have a very critical opinion uh, about my own music, uh, I have a very critical negative opinion about my own music, and I, I think that's just more of a, a problem of uh, how I assess uh, myself and my ability and just uh, sort of uh, who it is and who I am and what it is I do. Uh, but I I, I, ju- I don't know. I It just doesn't faze me that much. Um, if I just have someone going, hey, I really like your music, but I was 
you know, I wasn't able to pick up the album for whatever fucking reason, you know, I don't have money or, you know, I've, I've had people approach me before and send me emails like, Hey, I really like your music, but I'm a student and you know, I did, I don't have anything to spare or I've been penny saving and times are difficult, but I just want to, you know, say that your music is something I enjoy listening to. I'll just fucking send a CD. Cause that sentiment alone means more to me than the fucking, the what the 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 five the five dollars for the scratch album on iTunes, it I don't know it's I it's a weird position but it's also the fact that I'm not like a fucking rock star who's made their living from the millions of downloads and I've got a you know I've got a mansion and I've got you know all this sort of stuff that I need to be on top of to pay and you know sort of thing I can I can get that but I'm not you know it's not like I'm fucking rolling in it. And I'm crushing it, and I need this, you know, this amount per month. Otherwise, I'm going to go down the fucking hole. I've got other sources of income, and uh, you know, it, it it might be infrequent that I I find myself in a place where I'm getting regular work. But I, I've just I don't know. I've just never been really of the uh, uh, the opinion that someone pirating my music is necessarily a a bad thing. I just if people are listening to it, then that it, that raises my heart up you know a fucking thousand miles and that's i suppose that's all i can ask for in this life that i get is that someone's listening to the the sh- the fucking stupid shit i'm making i don't know i i understand everybody's got that different position on it and i i i hope i've um i hope i've uh, explained myself as uh, as thoroughly as i can uh, setsu but thank you for your question can you do the supersonic speed part of rap god if so then please do it oh god i could do it as a fucking bar gag but i think i've i i don't remember anymore it's uh uh jj uh so uh, you assuming I'm a human. What I gotta do to get it through to you? I'm superhuman, innovative, and I made a robot so that anything you say is ricocheting off of off of me, and it'll glue to you. I'm never stating more than I'm never stating more than never demonstrating how to never stating more than never demonstrating how to give a motherfucking audience a feeling like it's levitating, never fading, and I know the haters are forever waiting for the day that they can say I for, and I know that, uh, fucking. Dama Lama, Suma Lama, you assume I'm a human. What I gotta do to get it through to you? I'm superhuman, innovative, animated, rubber, so that anything you say is ricocheting off of me and it'll glue you. I'm never studying more than never demonstrating how to give a motherfucking audience a feeling like it's levitating, never hating, and I know the haters are forever waiting for the day they can say that I fell off. They'll be celebrating because I know the way to get them motivated. And I, make, I make elevated music. I make elevating music. You make elevated music. Dude, it's been a while, but that. It, 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 that's. Come on. That's gotta be it. I gotta get a fucking participation, you know, applaud. Like a fucking golf clap or something for the attempt. <laughs> Thank you, Red Rack. Um, Interlink says, Psst, Shady, I posted a guitar cover of the rhyme on YouTube and tweeted that link out to the Scratch 21 page. It got no acknowledgement, but a week later, someone posted a bass cover of Sorry Jack and, and did the same, and it got shared. I feel so ignored. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I, I've, I'll i be honest. The Scratch 21 socials, I very rarely touch them. Um, so there are some messages that simply I don't see or it doesn't get passed along. Uh, and that's only on the fact that I haven't really updated Scratch in too long. So I don't really have a reason to go in the socials other than to push out new content. And I'm really sorry about that, Interlink. But yo, tell you what, if you reshare that, uh, that tweet, I'll keep an eye out and I'll give you a push, man. Okay. Uh, Falcons Warrior says, how long have you been a furry? And where did it start? Uh, this is, it's a weird fucking question. How long have you been a furry? You know, 
because I can go back to when I was like four or five years old. And my mom would tell me this. I didn't remember it, but my mom would tell me that we had like a, a VHS copy of The Lion King. And apparently I watched it so many times, the tape wore out. Like it, it just simply wouldn't play anymore. My mom had to buy a second copy of The Lion King on VHS for me. But I don't know if that necessarily means like that was a furry interest. It was just a case of, if I remember, dude, talking animals are the fucking shit when I was a kid. And, you know, I, I still hold that sort of sentiment now. I, I you know, it's I, I like that sort of stuff. Zootopia. And, you know, uh, it's obviously that there's some inspiration from that sort of stuff with uh, with Scratch and, you know, and, the, and now Vulpwood and, you know, that sort of deal. Um, but I didn't know what a fucking furry was until I was about 18, you know? We're going back a good couple of years. I didn't know what the label meant, what it was. I've obviously heard of it. Um, and uh, I didn't necessarily start using the little shady lion as my little mascot uh, until, I don't know, maybe like six years ago. So the, the interest, I think, has always been there, certainly from a young age. Um, I've never really involved myself too much in the fandom. I've never necessarily been to a fur con obviously you don't need to go to a fur con to qualify to be a furry i think it's more of a self-given label um but i'm not too sure like what fucking steps there are for the label where they go yeah well you're definitely a furry it's like just just having an icon as of a an animal uh sort of styled sort of like oc does that necessarily call you qualify you for furry or is it like I don't know. It's a weird sort of thing. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily go around advertising myself as one as such, but I definitely enjoy the culture. I enjoy the fandom. Um, I don't know. I also like pissing people off when they when I can't give them a straight answer. So maybe that's the reason I'm just so fucking teasy about it. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Well, thank you, Falcons. Interlink says, speaking of guitars, what kind of guitars do you play, brand and or body shape? Well, uh, it's a good question. I think I have. Let me see. I, I'm looking at them now. I've got four electric guitars. I have uh, four acoustic guitars, and I have one bass. Uh, Fender is a, is, a, is a big love for me. I have a Tom DeLonge Fender uh, Stratocaster. Uh, the same guitar that was used in Enema of the State by Blink-182. Um, one of my favorite albums of... Probably one of my top five albums of all time, I would argue. Um, I love the sound of, of the guitar. That's what I use for Scratch. It has the exact same pop-punk feel that I remember and that I love and I can emulate it. Um, and I have a an amp that makes it sound so fucking close and so raw uh, to what was on the album. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Fender's always been good for me. Um, I've got a ES-11. Uh, that's also a Tom DeLonge guitar. That's the sort of stuff he uses in Angels and Airways, and that's uh, more plucky, maybe a little bit more uh, more string noise. You get a little bit more twang. Um, it's not ideal for, like, full-on shredding. Uh, it's more sort of like... Uh, uh, more plucking, a little bit more atmospheric, sort of a little bit more dry, 
but yeah, dude, Fender uh, is really the only thing I can vouch for. I don't really touch a lot of uh, instruments, I'll be honest. I don't really play with a lot of different guitars. I don't have 20 in my studio. I've got four and I use like two regularly, maybe three if I'm looking for like a different sound of experimentation. Um Interlink says, also, I've noticed a lot of similarities between the rhyme and stay together for the kids by Blink. Serious subject matter, calm intro, riff, calm verse uh, that uses the same chords as the Blink song and really loud chorus. Was that intentional? Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily the same chords, uh, but it was certainly inspired uh, by that song. I love the the quiet, intense verse and then the loud chorus. Uh, and it was a wonderful sound that I wanted to experiment with, and I, th I think it worked. Uh, I think it showed both sides of a coin uh, for the rhyme of a of in reflection of how I was feeling back then of wanting to uh, just sort of deal with the thing quietly and quite meekly, um, and then the other half of me that wanted to just fucking um, put people through a fucking wall with just how upset and uh, angry and, uh, uh, you know, just, I, I guess, just I wanted to take back control of the situation and I wanted to destroy something. Uh, and I I thought the sound that they did for Stay Together for the Kids was uh, really lovely uh, and I wanted uh, to take inspiration from that and put my own twist on it and uh, give it some really you know, high vocals with high energy. Uh, so yeah, Interlink, you are, you're quite, uh, quite accurate in your observation. Yeah. There definitely was an inspiration from that. Uh, wow. Okay. This, uh, this went on a little bit, uh, longer than what I anticipated actually. Uh, right guys, this is going to be it. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have any questions, uh, same as usual, just post them in the, uh, the comment section and for the next post, I will get back to you. Okay. Right. Everybody, thank you so much for everything. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I love you all. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out the Volpwood panel of Gen Animations at Galicon. And please let me know what you guys think because any comments, any criticism is – it helps me. It helps me develop and you guys might see something that I don't. And, uh, you know, anything helps. So thank you for your time and I will see you later. Bye-bye.